Get up here now. Come on. Get up here, girl. Do the funky chicken. Do it. Do it. Oh, you better do it. Let's try. No, you got to look at them and do it. You got to look at... Girl. You're going to come. Chat, 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 chat. One, two, one, two, one, two. All right, all right, all right, crazy people. If I can have one of my leaders go over there and make sure everybody from the outside is in here. If, if y'all can do me the favor and stand up to your feet. Let me see if I can have, uh, let me have Danelli come on up for me, please. Give it up for Danelli, y'all. All right, all right. She doesn't know I'm doing this, but I'm putting her on the spot. If you can go to that mic for me, please. <laughs> uh, that's all right. We love her. All right, so this is what I want you to do. I want Kevin to put up the, the house rules for me, please. Put up the house rules. And if someone can close that door for me. Now, I want you to do, do me the favor, do me the honor, the privilege, and go through our house rules for us first, please. Go ahead. Don't be shy now. Speak into okay, it. Okay, so we have house rules. Uh-oh. Right? Right? Because without rules, we won't be organized and everything's going to be all ugly, you know? We don't want that. So, our number one rule is, once you're here, you're here. You ain't going nowhere. You That's are. right. You ain't going not. No, no, you stay here. <laughs> number two, no fighting, no cursing, no threatening, no gang that word or the like, right? Affiliations. <laughs> we said every week, every week you're here. That None word. Of that is happening here because, you know, we have respect for God's house, right? Amen. Right? Amen, right. Y'all better agree and we fight. Oh, All right, right, right. You know, okay, so number three is no talking while on the mic. See you, I'm right here. Nobody's talking. Good job. You guys are doing good already. Okay, so four, cell phones should be off unless you need them for your parents. And in that case, silent or vibrant. Got it? That's good. Go, 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 good. <laughs> <laughs> no PDA. Woo! Like that one. No public display of affection. You know, I learned what that meant when I came here. But anyway. Praise the Lord. Yes. No touchy, touchy. No girl and boy alone. None of that. Girls with girls, boys with boys. Got it? Got it. Number six, respect leaders and each other. Because then it wouldn't be good if, yeah, respect. That's right. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Respect. to me. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Respect. And number seven is the most important rule out of everything. Live like Jesus. Woo! Give it up for Danelli, y'all. She did her best. Good job. If you guys can come to your from your from your seats on up to the front, find a space. Give, give. I want everybody to stretch out their hands. If you're touching somebody, you're gonna need more space. All right. Today, I want to see if we can do cartwheels. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. Let, before we start this song, we're singing Jesus You Make. 
And Jesus makes us do everything. Amen. Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get a praise God? Can I get an amen? So check this out. I want to know what's the newest dance out there. Because Jesus makes us do it too. What is it? Is it the cat daddy? You want to do the cat? Who knows how to do the cat daddy by a show of hands? Would you like to show us the cat daddy? Okay. What is that? What is that called? Okay, she's coming. She's coming up. All right, so check this out. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a practice round because we're going to do the cat daddy today, y'all. And you make your children do the cat daddy. No, follow her lead. And you make your children cat daddy. All right. Okay, we're, we're going to try it. I just want to see you guys do it, okay? So just follow the lead of the song. Can I get an amen? amen? Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get a praise God? All right, y'all. Come on, clap your hands. Jesus, you make. In Jesus you make everything beautiful In Jesus you make everything beautiful Come on, sing it out In Jesus you make everything beautiful And you make And you make your children We start saying we're going to jump In Jesus, you make everything beautiful. Come on, clap your hands. Jesus, you make everything beautiful. In Jesus, you make everything beautiful. You make and you make your chill. Come on, and skip around this church. Skip. Come on, skip. Come on, go skip it. Jesus, you make. In Jesus, you make everything beautiful. Come on, let me hear you sing it. In Jesus, you make everything. Hold on, 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 hold on. Now, y'all don't messed up. I'm over here giving y'all the benefit of a doubt, closing my eyes, Lord. I bet I hope they're running. I see some of y'all like, uh-uh, no, sir, not in this church. Now, when I got the mic, and I I can point you out. So, no, I'm just kidding. But here's what it is, guys. I want y'all to give Jesus, not me, but Jesus, your best worship. Come on. Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get a praise God? So your best worship is not. You make everything beautiful. I'm skipping. I'm going to make me skip. Now that's not your best worship. Come on now. 
If I were to put up the back in the day when y'all weren't saved in the club. For, for some of y'all, they didn't go to club that dance, that dance in your room. You know you put on music, Beyonce, you were dancing, you were learning, you were trying to dance. Is this how they do it? No, you're going to do that here. All right? Can I get a praise God? Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. All right, y'all, so give Jesus your best worship. How about that? Come on. Clap your hands. Jesus, you make, sing it out. And Jesus, you make everything beautiful. Tell your neighbor. And Jesus, you make everything beautiful. Come on, sing it out. And Jesus, you make everything beautiful. And you make. And you make your chair. Come on and jump. Jesus, you make. And Jesus, you make everything beautiful. Jesus, you make everything beautiful. Jesus, you make everything beautiful. Get ready to do can, Daddy. And you make your children do the cat, Daddy. Jesus, you make. And Jesus, you make everything beautiful. And Jesus, you make everything beautiful. Jesus, you make everything beautiful. Get ready to run. And you make your children. Come on and run. Jesus, you make. And Jesus, you make everything beautiful. Jesus, you make everything beautiful. And Jesus, you make everything beautiful. You make, and you make. You ready to do the do Your children. Do-si-do, what's your partner? Jesus, you make, and Jesus, you make everything beautiful, and Jesus, you make everything beautiful, sing it out, say, Jesus, you make everything beautiful, sing it again, I want to hear you, and Jesus, Jesus, you make, Jesus, you make everything beautiful. Let me hear you. Come on, loud as you can. And Jesus, you make. Come on, y'all can get loud. Say loud. Say Jesus. One more time. Come on. Say Jesus. 
Jesus, you make. And Jesus, you make everything beautiful. And you make. And you make your children. Come on and clap. Jesus, you make. And Jesus, you make everything beautiful. Jesus, you make everything beautiful. And Jesus, you make everything beautiful. And you make your chill. Come on and shout for the Lord. Drench Come on, if you're happy to be in the house of love, give my shout of praise in this place. Hallelujah! Oh, praise the Lord. Give me a little something, something right there. Praise the Lord, guys. I just want to encourage you right now. That, that, that one thing right now, listen to me. Every person that can hear my voice, that not one thing uh, stopping you from feeling let nothing stop you from feel God's joy in this place. Oh, there's so much joy. I can put this guitar down and just start preaching now, but I just want to teach you something. In these times of worship, man, before I used to feel ashamed of, of singing and dancing in songs like this. I mean, really? I mean, I was in a youth group. I was a senior in my high school, right? I brought most of my friends, and I'm the one that invited them, and I'm just like, singing songs like this he's like jump 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 i'm just like you know i do the calf raise it's not really jumping because i was too cool i don't want to be too cool for jesus i don't know about you uh, i'm not cool enough to die on a cross i'm not too good enough i i mean i didn't do all that but when i realized that jesus christ he took my mistakes he took my sin and that gets me excited about it. You guys have these opportunities to come and sing and worship. To hell what the world thinks about us jumping for Jesus. I throw that out there. You, you think I'm crazy? You should see me pray. <laughs> Praise God. I'm telling you. I just feel like you guys are just like. Not there. Guys, I just want you to get this right now. God loves you so much, and you have this time to worship him. Forget what your friend thinks. Don't push him to the side, man. Forget what you think. Don't push your neighbor now. You want to love your neighbor. But guys, let's go after God, amen? Tell you what. Find any place in this sanctuary right now. Just get alone with God. Some of you guys haven't talked to God this whole entire week. You know who you are. Just talk with God. Come on, if that was you, you felt a little ashamed to jump and dance, you couldn't give God your all right now? Come on. What is that about? And we want to meet God here, but we're, we're ashamed to jump. So God, I'm ashamed to jump. Don't fall asleep on me now. This is not going to be a time to fall asleep. Go pray and snooze off in the corner like Adam doesn't know what we're doing. But I want you to talk to God. What is God saying to you?
Holy Spirit, have your way, God. We're not here in these times right now just because we have nothing else better to do. But, Father, we know you are worth it all. The reason why we come here, the reason why we worship, we sing, we jump, is to meet with you, God. And I pray that you would you would open hearts today. You would speak to hearts today. Father, break hard hearts in this place. Break those stone-cold hearts. Come on, let God break your heart today. If you guys, we just where you're at, if you guys can, in the attitude of prayer, we're just going to sing this next song. I want you guys to sing it out from your heart. Let me in 
heart. Here's what we're going to do. If you want to draw close to the heart of God, I want you to come up to these altars right now. No hesitation right now. If you want to draw close to the heart of God right now, you come where you're at. I want you to stand up at these altars. I want yourself to prepare yourself for just the feeling of the Holy Ghost like you've never felt before. I want you to prepare yourself for just a new experience, a new revelation, a fresh touch from heaven right now. If you've never experienced this, this is your first time getting an encounter with the Lord, I want you to prepare your heart. I want you to prepare your heart right now as the music plays. I'm just going to speak to you. This is all we're going to do right now. Nothing fancy. Keep on playing. Nothing fancy. I'm not going to do nothing fancy up here. We're just going to sing. We're going to glorify God. We're going to pray to God. We're going to praise and worship God. And here's what's going to happen. God is going to come down, put his Holy Spirit inside of you, and awaken something in your heart. It's nothing that man can do. It's nothing that we can do up here. It's what God is doing right now. It's what God has been wanting to do at the moment you stepped into this church. So right now, I want you to close your eyes in an attitude of worship and an attitude of prayer right now. Search your heart. If there's anything unclean, anything unpure, right now, if you've made mistakes and you're owning up to them, say, God, man, I'm sorry for cursing. God, I have a filthy mouth. God, I say things that I shouldn't say. I put people down. God, forgive me for the mistakes I made against my friends. God, forgive me for the mistakes I made, the sins I've done. I've committed against you, God. Come on. Repent. Let's get right before God. worship father as a fragrant offering unto you father we offer our bodies we offer our lives as a fragrant offering right now come on and if you're like me and you want a fresh touch of the holy ghost come on if you're like me you want that fresh touch i want you guys to lift up your hands right now and just ask god for it. god give me your holy spirit god send a fresh fire fresh fire for my heart come on Fresh fire right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, pour it out, God. Pour it out. Fresh fire.
Some of you guys are waiting right now for me to say something to you guys. I'm not God. I'm not Jesus. I'm not the Holy Spirit. I'm definitely not the Father. Come on, pray to God right now. Don't focus on what I'm doing right now. I want you guys to talk to God. desperate today who's desperate today who's desperate for God who's desperate for God in this place who's hungry for God in this place who's hungry for Jesus Christ in this place I can't force you to be hungry I can't force you to be desperate you can't teach there's no forcing somebody who doesn't have food to be hungry, to be starving. That at any opportunity they can, they can, they can find something to put in their stomach because they're longing for it. What about God? What about this relationship that we have with Jesus Christ? 
who's thirsty for him today? And who wants God to come into their life and change things? Who wants God to be with them? Who wants to meet God in these times of worship? Who's desperate to hear something what God has to say? Father, I repent on behalf of this youth group, God. Father, I repent on behalf of this youth group for becoming complacent, for becoming satisfied, for just having our fill of you, to have an image, an idol that is not you. Father, I repent right now. Come on, we're not moving right now. I just feel that we just need to repent. We sing songs like this all the time. We want to get excited. And when we come into these times of worship, it's just that we have to force ourselves now. Oh, I got to do it now. You need to repent right now. That's not the attitude at all. You've got the world up inside of you. You've got the world all up inside of you. And it's coming out right here in these times of worship. God needs to break your heart. God needs to break your heart. Some of you need a revelation of Jesus Christ. Some of you guys need a revelation of your Savior. Of when he hung on that cross, you think it, it, it didn't hurt? Or you think that he was God, he didn't go through pain? He paid too much a price for us to sit back here and be backslidden in worship. Not today. I don't understand why this youth group is so quiet right now. We should be crying out to God right now. We should be crying out to God, not for the world, not for the nations, but for ourselves. God needs to do it. Don't be fake in this place. Let God break your heart. could not pay yet he looked down from heaven and he saw us in the condition that we were in 
He saw us in the state that we were in. And he himself dealt with our sin. He himself dealt with our issue. The Bible says that God, our Savior, the Righteous One, the Holy One, the One who was before time, before the creation of the world, before the foundations of the universe, God became sin. He who knew no sin became sin for us, so that through Him we might become the righteousness of God. dismissed we're going to cry out to God we're going to pray and we're going to come to our knees in repentance in humility before God we're going to cry out I'll tell you what this is going to challenge you to get up to this mic and cry out before your peers to repent before your peers. But I tell you what, there's an anointing. There is a moving of the Holy Ghost. There is this, this break free, this loosening in your life. When you do, I believe that in my heart, I sense that in my heart, you need to cry out. You need to be radical. You need to step out. This is in a youth group. We're not going out to the world right now to preach. In this youth group, I'm going to leave this mic open right here. For anybody that wants to come and cry out, repent.
that you're all I'm ever going to need in this world. To not look right or left because all I need in this world is you. Father God, and I stand here, Jesus. Father God, with boldness, God, that you've instilled. And with the courage to say, Father God, that it's okay that I'm not strong enough. That you're there to be strong enough, Father God, for the both of us. That you're strong enough. Because you are God. And you're there when I am weak. And you're there to celebrate when I'm on top of the world. Jesus, and I just thank you, Father God, for everything you've given me, Father God. For a friend, for a father, for a shoulder, God, for my salvation. Father God, you're all I'm ever going to need. And I'm proud to say that I'm okay with that. I'm okay with only leaning on you, Jesus. I'm okay, Father God. I'm okay that you're the only person that I'm ever going to cry out to. I'm not ashamed, Father God. Father God, this is my life, and I humbly lay it down before you, my God. Thank you, Jesus. In the attitude of prayer, I want I want everybody to stand on up and come up to these altars. I want my staff to come up on the stage. We're going to do things just a little differently right now. Some of you guys don't know how to hear from God. In the attitude of prayer, I want my staff to come up here. If we can find Cynthia, if someone can replace Cynthia for me, please. Here's the problem. You don't know how to hear from God. I could take responsibility for some of that. Here's what we're going to do. Our staff up here, we know how to hear from God. So I want you guys to line up right here. Line up. Line up. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray for you guys. We're going to speak into your lives prophetically. We'll hear from God. What is God saying to you? I want you guys to be praying. So before we get to you, you're praying. So that when we come up to you, we're just speaking a word of the Lord.
If you're still praying right now, I want you guys to stay up here. If we haven't prayed for you, please stay up. But if we prayed for you, I want you guys to start making your way back to your seats in an attitude of prayer. It's not when you get back to your seats, I'm talking with, you're talking with your neighbor. I want to keep an attitude of prayer in this place. If you're still waiting for prayer, I want you to come up. If we have not prayed for you, if we not had laid hands on you, come up right now, right here to the front. Praise God. An attitude of prayer, guys. I want I want you guys uh, um, to, to bow your head and close your eyes right now. We're just going to seal what God was just doing in this time. I want to explain. If it's your first time here, not every service is run like this. It's not every time where we just got spontaneous and we just feel the Lord leading this way. It's his service. We always say, God, have your way. But then when God wants to have his way, do we stop him? No. God wanted to do this. 
Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, you continue it. You continue it. Thank you for interrupting our plans. Father, we make room for you in this youth group. In this church, we make room for you. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will seal those words spoken in each every individual here. The Father, the words that you spoke to the children, Father, the words you spoke to the youth, you will remind them, Father God, if they forget, you are a faithful God. You love us. You're a God of second chances. And I praise you for that, God. In Jesus' name. If you can turn off the music for me and, and turn on these lights. Um, we're running short with time. Uh, we, we've given the, the time up for, for a prophetic word. I really felt that as I was praying, I just felt like our hearts were callous. We need to repent before God. And we didn't know how to do that. And you guys couldn't hear from God. So I'm like, God, what am I going to do? And I'm praying over here, like, God, you have to speak. They can't hear. Then God, what am I, what? Speak to them. All right. So we brought up our staff, and we prayed for you. We laid hands. We gave you words. This is what God is saying. And for some of you guys, if you wanted to wait for, like, a big, a big oorah, like the Holy Ghost light come down, and that's what you know when it's a word, that's not going to happen. God knows what you need. God knows exactly what you need. And the words that were spoken to you is exactly what you needed to hear. Well, that's not even, an, that's what you needed to hear. Amen? God, God knows what he's doing. Amen? Um, I really felt in my heart um, this week um, was just a week uh, where God was doing a lot of revealing in my heart. Um, some of the things that. Uh, are going on in this youth group and, and just in your lives. Um, God was putting that on my heart, and and I was burdened. I was troubled in what I was praying and I was getting from God. I'm saying, God, elevate? No, 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 not elevate. God, we're radical. We preach on the streets. We go out to the high schools, not elevate. No. It's for elevate. And as I was praying, I was saying, God, you know, I just want to be obedient. God, you you speak. And you have your way. And this was a sermon. I don't have much time, and, and I can't preach the whole thing. But this was one of the sermons where it, it seemed like it goes from happy pastor to, man, why is he so upset? These are one of the sermons where I tell you to grow up. The name of the sermon is called Grow Up. You know that when someone tells you to grow up, it's never a good thing. Never once when someone told you grow up was it taken as a compliment. Thank you. And so as I'm praying this, I'm just thinking to myself, it's one of those sermons. It's one of those messages. It's one of those. And you know what? The Bible says that the Lord rebukes those he loves. Can I get an amen? So I hope you guys are ready for your rebuke today. Because I got the rebuking shoes on. But in all seriousness, it's going to be a tough word to swallow. Some of you guys might think, whatever, I don't need that. And that's exactly who God's talking to. And for some of, those, for some of you in this place, it's going to be like, yeah. I'm going to own up. 
I'm going to fess up. I'm going to humble myself before God and come to him in repentance. Grow up. 1 Corinthians 13, 11 says this. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up my childish ways. I'll read it again. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. And I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up my childish ways. Now, for some of us, we are not grown adults. And I know I'm speaking to young adults, teenagers. And this message of growing up, it's not telling you to become older, but mature. Grow up in your relationship with God. Grow up in your relationship with God. You are no longer a child. You are no longer a baby. You understand what is right and what is wrong. There is no confusion to that. You don't walk into a situation knowing you're going to do something bad like, should I do this? Is this right? You know full well before you do it, it's wrong. Grow up. It's time to mature. The Bible says in Hebrews 5, 12 and 14, it says, verse 13, For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled, unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. How many, we all were babies at one point. And we've all seen our fair share of babies. You never see a grown adult give a steak to a, a nursing baby. As a matter of fact, you would stop. You would put in prison that person, that mother, that father that would give that type of food to a nursing newborn baby. It's unheard of. You don't do that. What do you give them? Milk. You give them that. Because that's what they need. Their bodies can't develop. Their bodies can't process the steak, the food, those, those, uh, those, those type of uh, nutrients in their body. They can't do it. They're so young. And the Bible says here, it makes that relationship to, to the body of Christ, to a Christian, to a baby. He says, for everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. Reason why there's no change in your life? Reason why it's been hard to live for God? Is unskilled in the word of righteousness. Since he is a child. I have just a simple question for you guys. How many of you guys got your Bibles? How many, let's start with this. How many have Bibles? Okay. How many brought your Bibles? How many read your Bibles? Here it is. If we can get on the screen for me, 2 Timothy 4, 
2 through 4. Grow up, elevate. Grow up. As your pastor, as I'm standing here and as I talk and as I hear things throughout the week and as I encourage you guys, one of the things that is happening, I'm seeing that there's this, this decrease in like a passion, this decrease in wanting to get closer to God. And everybody's just taking it easy. Everybody's taking it easy and doing whatever our friends are doing. And you know what? Since there's one day out the week that we spend for Elevate, some of us don't even go to a Sunday service. You should come here. And I'll see you Sunday for that fact. But some of us don't. And check this out. So we're, we're, we're mostly in the world. The Bible says, even though you're in the world, don't be of the world. Even though I'm in the world, I'm not of it, right? You, you understand that passage? You understand that Christ made us new. I'm an alien to this land. I live in Christ. My place is in home. My, my home is in heaven. And check this out. Verse 2, preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage. Like I said, I got my rebuking shoes on today. With great patience and careful instruction. Verse 3, for the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. I think that time's come. And you know what? The church elevates been infected because here are these people that won't put up with sound doctrine. Man, dude, that is wrong. Get right with Jesus. Love God. Come to church. They won't put up with sound. Instead, to suit their own desires. They will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. You ever notice when you try to preach to God, we try to sell someone the gospel. They're going to tell you everything and anything else to shut you up. As a matter of fact, they might even, well, so-and-so, this, this is right. Oh, and I can do this. Well, I can be like this. And that mentality has infected the church, has infected the youth group. I'm talking to so many people, and I'm just like, are you serious? You what? You don't want to do discipleship because of what? You don't want to go to church because of what? You can't live for God because of this? Grow up. Grow up. Grow up in your word. Reasons for no growth. I'll put this down in my notes. Not meeting with God. Day-to-day relationship. Do you know that when you meet with somebody, no matter how hard you can try, but you're going to start talking like that person, you're going to start acting like that person, something is going to change in your personality, in your habits, because you're around such a person. Whether that person has an influence of you or you may have an influence on somebody else. Here it is. You know what the word Christians mean? You know where they gave that, that term? It's only used three times in the Bible. The word Christians, three times in the Bible. That word was given to the people that followed Christ. That these people, they, they look like, they remind me of Christ. That one Jesus guy. Christians, Christ-like. But you know what? Some of us, we have the world up in us. That we look like the world. 
that we're growing up in the ways of the world, that the world seems so much more appealing to us. There's no maturity. There's no integrity. There's no honesty. There's no passion for God. You know what the word integrity means? I want you to be women and men of integrity. That means honesty. That when someone looks at you and they, they, they take your life and put it behind a, a magnifying glass. No, no, that, no, so-and-so did this. For example, if someone comes up to you and says, man, such-and-such such did this, and you know that person to be an outstanding person, to be a man or woman of God, that you know right off the bat when an accusation is made against them, you're like, no, that person is a person of integrity. You got the wrong story. You're wrong. But we don't even have integrity today. We flaunt with the world. Sin become more appealing to us. We've given into sin. And we've allowed it to creep up. It doesn't matter if you're a leader in this place. You can play leader in church. Are you living holy? Are you living right? There's a difference. Day-to-day relationship not meeting with God. If I were to ask you, what's the Lord speaking to you today? What's the Lord been speaking to you? What has he been saying to you? I like that question. I used to meet up with my friend. His name is Mike. And, and we always, hey, what's God speaking to you today? This is what he's saying to me. What's he saying to you? Saying this. Amen. And it always brought that idea like, man, that's, that's how it should be. God talks to his children. Amen. And God is always saying something new. What is God saying? Oh, he loves me. Oh, amen. God does love you. And then next week, what is it? Uh, I think he loves me. He loves me. Well, amen. What, what's, is, he, is he saying something else? What about, what is he saying nowadays? And you know, you're just faking it. You're faking it to barely make it. And what's happening is you guys are running off of steam. You know what's happening? There's a show that's going on. It's called Christians. Go buy a ticket. You want to see a show? Christians. They do all this acting. They, they say Jesus. They cry at the altars. They, they, they say they're passionate. Don't even pick up their Bible throughout the week. Don't even pray to God. Don't even meet with God. As I was praying for some, some of the people here, God was just giving me a brokenness. It was like, I have not met with this person. Tell them I love them and I want to meet with them. Tell them I just want, I'm ready to be with this person. I felt that yearning that God had for the person. Like God was allowing me to feel like this is what I feel for them. Like you get this excitement knowing that someone's coming home, someone that you love dearly and you haven't seen for the longest time. Like I can't wait. I can't wait. You're to the point of tears. Like I can't I'm going to see this person. I'm going to be so filled with joy. I felt that in my heart as I was praying for somebody. Like God was saying that to you. It's like, oh, like this is what God feels for you. If we could understand that. He yearns to be with us. And I understand. And I want to give you this time of, of prayer. And you, you stay at your seats. But we need to grow up. Own up to our mistakes and move forward. Here in this church, this is how we do it. Listen up. Discipleship. You know you're moving forward when you want to be discipled. When you're saying, hey, I want to be what the Bible wants me to be. Plain and simple. I want to grow in my relationship with God. I want to grow closer to Jesus. That's it right there. And you know how else you do it? You show up to a small group and fellowship. 
because you need that. Because the whole entire week you're meeting up with your friends, probably not even saved, and have more influence over you than you do with them. And so when you get here, you probably have done some things, said some things, seen some things that you probably shouldn't have. Be real. Totally honest with you guys right now. God loves you so much. I'm praying for you guys. I'm, I'm crying with you guys. I'm just like, man, this is what, what God feels for you. But I can't do it for you. There's this maturity where you own up to who you are and what you've done and say, God, I need you. And this is a word right here for those who have been in the church. I know sometimes you may feel burnt out. And the reason why you seem like you're taking circles, you're taking laps, you're in the same place all over again, so you, you feel that, that sense of being burnt out. It's like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Being a disciple is too hard. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes it's felt, it felt like that. I'm not going to play more holy than y'all. I'm thinking like, well, it's, it's super easy, and if I can do it, you can do it. It's really hard. But it's so worth it. I'm not going to lie to somebody and say, like, hey, this is a walk. It's easy. Just say you love Jesus. That's it. That's not it. There's, there's, you know what happens when you love God, when you serve? You say no to yourself. That's hard. Because you want to do everything that pleases you. You want to please the five senses. You want to please everything you can taste, touch, smell, see, hear. And that's what you that's what you want. You want to feed yourself. But when you follow God, you're saying no to yourself because your flesh and your ways lead you away from him, lead you into sin, lead you to hell. Following God, he saved you from that. So God, get this picture here. God is pulling you from your sin and you are running to it. You're just like, I don't want to let it go. I don't want to let it go. And God is ripping your heart from that. And some of us, we've attached our hearts, we put our hearts into this sin, into these things, and we wonder why there's no change. We wonder why we struggle with this same thing. And, and you wonder why sometimes you're just like, why do I have to feel broken? Why is it that every time that when God does something great, it feels like I'm at the point of, of tears, and it just feels like there's a battle going on, because God is ripping your heart out from that sin, and it hurts. Because you've attached yourself to it, and God is taking it away, and he's cleaning it, and he's making it new. Burnt out? I don't think anybody, there are few people in this place that can have the, the excuse or the reason, rather, for being burnt out. But in closing, if you can stand to your feet, we're just going to pray at your seats. I just want to, I just want to end with this. That whether you need to mature and grow up in God and stop acting like a child, or whether you need to just be refreshed in God. The Bible says that the Lord is your strength. He is your strong tower. The Bible says that the name of of the Lord is your strong tower. You notice how sometimes for me, I just, when I pray, and I just say in the name of Jesus, I just have to slow down and say, Jesus. Jesus. I just, I just focus on the Lord. I just say his name. 
There's power in the name of Jesus. We sing songs like that. I'm going to read you this story of a young man, of someone who didn't, who didn't burn out, of a young man that at an early age grew up for the Lord. The title of this segment is called I Am a Soldier of Christ. You can find it in Jesus Freak's uh, uh, book. It's a true story. The boy's name was Roy Ponto, 15 years old. In Indonesia, 1999. Here's a story. The teens can tell that the shouts and chanting were getting closer and closer. And older kids and older teens looked nervously at his friends. The Muslims are coming. We better hide the kids, he said. Others, following his lead, helped the smaller children find hiding places in the buildings nearby. Then they hid themselves. It was January, and a crowd of mostly Christian children and teenagers had gathered for a Bible camp at the station field complex of Peterborough University on the island of Ambam, Indonesia. When the camp was over, cars came to take the laughing, rejoicing children back to their homes. But there were not enough cars to hold the young people. Mickey Sainet and three other Christian men had gone to the Wakal village to try to rent additional transportation to take the rest home. But they had not come back yet. What the kids were waiting what the kids waiting for the rides home didn't know was that on their way to the village, the men were attacked by a Muslim mob who pulled them out of their car out into the road. Mickey and one of the other men were stabbed to death and later their bodies were burned by the mob. The two other men escaped with their lives. Before long, the mob reached the university. They found many of the teens and forced them to come out of hiding. Roy Ponto was forced from his hiding place and made to stand before the mob. Renounce your Jesus or we will kill you, they threatened. Roy was terribly frightened. Though trembling, he answered, I am a soldier of Christ. At this, one of the Muslim attackers swung a sword at his stomach. The sword hit the Bible Roy held and ripped it into, knocking out of his hand. The man's next swing sliced open Roy's stomach. His last word was Jesus. The mob dragged Roy's body out and threw it into a dish. Four days later, his family found it. Even though they were racked with grief, Roy's parents stood proud of their son who stood strong in his faith to the end. Whoever declares openly, speaking out freely and confesses that he is my worshiper and acknowledges me before men, the Son of Man will also declare and confess and acknowledge him before the angels of God. Jesus. That's a true story. Of someone, a young man, 15 years of age, we say, man, Jesus is worth dying for. I'm asking you, Elevate, is he worth living for? Some of us will probably never get the opportunity to give our life up for the gospel. But we have the chance to live for him. How should it come to a message about growing up? 
that you ha have to be mature. I have to start acting like an adult. I, I have to be who God has called me to be. Or if I'm burnt out, I need to be refreshed by the Lord. You have people around the world. He probably 15 years of age, probably didn't know much. But that he loved Jesus, would give up their life. If you can bow your head and close your eyes. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just come before you right now. And I, I bring this youth group before you. Father, I pray that every person, every student in this place would get right with you. Father, they would mature in who you called them to be. Not looking to the world and what the world may have for them. But Father, denying their flesh, running after you, maturing, being a disciple. Father, I pray that that would be their heart. I pray that you would speak to them to show them your love. And Father, I pray for those who are burnt out today. Father, who are on the verge of quitting because they feel it's getting tired. They've tried living a discipled life. They tried being a disciple and it's not working. Father, I pray for those hearts right now. I pray for those people right now in the name of Jesus. You bring them back to your first love. That, Father, restore their joy in serving you and knowing you, Father God. Make it new to them, Lord. Speak to them, Father God. I pray that you would disturb them in their sleep. That, Father, you would give them visions. That, Father, you would awaken them, Father God. You will remind them of your love. That you will remind them who you are to them, Father. Our Savior, our Lord, our Messiah. And I pray, Father God, that we wouldn't be the same. That we wouldn't take these things for granted. That we wouldn't take preaching your word. That we wouldn't take discipleship for granted. But Father, humbling ourselves before you. Confess. Confess our weakness and confess our need for you. I pray that you do this in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name and everybody said. Really quick, before we, we break out, I, I want to do something. If Ellie can put up the scripture for me. We're going to do something really quickly. Uh, uh, Psalms 119, 9 through 16. I want you guys to break up into two. Just look to your neighbor and break up with them. Groups of two, no more than three. Groups of two, no more than three. Quickly, quickly. As Ellie puts up Psalms 119, verses 9 through 16. And I want you guys to find a place to sit down. And this is what we just learned. Here it is. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. Since some of us don't read our Bible throughout the week, we're going to read it now. I want you guys to read this scripture with your partner right now and discuss what is God saying to you. What is God saying to each other? It's on the screen if you don't have it. You can turn on the lights for me just a little bit. But in the attitude of prayer... I want you to just discuss amongst yourself. Take the next two, take the next three to five minutes to discuss it. What is God saying by this? What is God saying to me? What is God saying to you? Amen. You can put up music just a little bit. That's it.
Take the next two more minutes. Two more minutes, guys. Want to finish up with announcements. Take the next minute. Thirty more seconds. Ten more seconds. Four, three, two, one. If you guys can listen up just really quickly, if you can lower that down just a little bit, you can put the lights back on for up here. I want you guys to get into the habit. I can't force you, but listen to me. You want to grow mature if this is something that you want to do? You should do. If not, I'll put my Rebuki shoes back on again. Like when he wears the white ones, that's Rebuki shoes. No, no. No, it's not it. If you struggle in your walk with God, you find yourself at this place where you're immature. Because the opposite of maturity is immature. Amen? Here's the thing. It's easy to spot an immature person. Can I get an amen? It's easy to spot an immature person because they're not the one. They're the one that is opposite. They're like the oddball. You spot a mile away just how they speak, what they say, or even how they act or how they think. Maturity in God. I'm not saying you have to be perfect, but I'm saying you're growing. Amen? You're not staying still. This famous quote by a famous musician, she said, if something's not growing, it's dying. If something ain't growing, it's dying. You should constantly be growing in your walk with God. Can I get an amen? Can I get a Hallelujah. Can I get a praise God? Praise God. So I want you guys, this is one of my favorite passages. The whole book, the whole uh, chapter of Psalms 119 is, is uh, one of my favorites. But this passage right here, this just talks about the word of God. How can a young man keep his ways pure? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray away from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips, I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. Take the time, guys.
just simple time. Open up your Bible. Take a passage. Read it. Meditate on it. What is God saying to you? I know many ways how God could apply this in your lives. Can I get an amen? How can a young man, how can a young lady keep her ways pure? Amen. Amen. Praise God. So I want you guys to understand that if you're not growing, you don't have the word. You're not feeding yourselves with the word of God. The Bible says that man does not live off of bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Can I get an amen? Praise God. So we just want to give you this quick announcements. Um, Fellow, you can put the announcements up for me. And we're going to have a, a time of uh, tithing offering because we never want to forget that. It's like, yes, I have to get my money. No. Praise God. I want to teach you uh, giving in the house of the Lord is always the best. Amen. So our vision, obviously, loving God and loving. Do you love people here? How many of you guys love people by a show of hands? Love people. Amen. Amen. If, you're, if your neighbor is not raising their hand, we'll pray for them. Amen. Vision. Loving God, loving people. We always say a strategy. Connect to mentor and to send out. Connect you to the cross. Connect in a life group. In a, in a life group where you have fellowship. Where it's not as scary or as intimidating, but it's a place where you just grow. Amen. A life group. We have one on Saturdays. As a matter of fact, JC Soldiers. We will be having ours Sunday. Sunday. We're moving ours to Sunday. This Sunday. Just this Sunday. Yeah. Well, we might do it in the future just for permanent because I think I may get Sundays off. But Sunday, this Sunday, it's going to happen um, after church. So, guys, please show up after the second service. Uh, Warriors for Christ. Ellie and Lonnie still doing their thing. What, what? Um, they're running it. So after church, both life groups are going to happen. Amen. So join to a life group. Guys, come on out. The weather's nice. We might just do it outside. We might just karaoke outside. So uh, that is what we have. If you're in the 101, I want you to just say boom, shaka, lock on the count of three. One, two, three. Boom, shaka, lock. The 101, guys, what we talk about. Mature. Here it is. You're not dipping out. You're not, you're not stepping out of 101. That's not maturity. That's poopy pants, and it smells. You remember that one message I said you stepped in poo? Who remembers that? Who remembers that one? Yeah, I don't remember that. I got to preach it again. Really? Okay. Guys, join the 101. Grow in that. And after the 101, we have the 201. Amen? So, guys, be excited for that. It's happening. I'm seeing some changes in people's lives. And then we sent you out. I had the privilege of seeing our pastors. I, I'm actually going to do it when I... I'll try to get some up, but um, I'll see if I can put it up for you guys. I got a little treat for you guys. I'll put it up on Facebook, but I want you to hear it because it's still funny. Check, check. We're coming live in the southern India, Vijay Wada, in the state of Andhra Pradesh. Elevate! It was our apostles in India that we were just hanging out and I had them do it. And the pastor, man, I'm going out to him, okay, on the count of three, I'm rehearsing. You say, what, 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 what? No, you say, you say that, what, what, excited, what's the question? No, 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 you say it, oh, what, what, yes, what, what. Okay, so I'm recording now. 
we're coming live and I'm doing all of that. And I'm like, elevate. What? What? <laughs> Greatest thing ever. That guy was hilarious. He was cracking me up. Like this guy, I had to share a bed with him, but it's hilarious. Funny Indian pastor. I, I love him to death. So he's a great guy. So guys, we had the privilege of doing it. Guys, it, it is happening. And when you give tithes and offering, this is what makes it happen. So if we can just get to the tithes and offering, you guys can stand to your feet. Oh, amen. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ellie's going through it. Don't forget this. Interns. Like, no. Interns, Saturday, every Saturday from 12 to 3. It's running with Ellie. Guys, this is one of the things we do. If you, if you need help, say, man, I just want to mature on God. And this is a way to challenge yourself in your faith and your walk with God. We have a fun time going out preaching the word of God, growing in our relationship with God. Can I get an amen? amen. Praise the Lord. And... Our missions trip. So, guys, if you're really, really considering it, guys, this will change your life. Literally, this is where I got my call into the ministry. And, and I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's going to be awesome. We have Pastor Freeman, Pastor Juan. Pastor Juan's hilarious. So you guys going to meet him out there probably? Yeah, you got to meet Pastor Juan, Pastor Crystal, Pastor Freeman, our, our, spiritual, um, our spiritual parents to this church. So, guys, it's, it's really awesome. Amen. And that's happening. And then the winter retreat. I'm sorry. Winter retreat. Look at me. The summer retreat back there with Cynthia. Sign up. We have a sign up sheet. Sign up. Fill out your information. We want to make sure you guys come. Amen. Come to the summer retreat. Me and Ellie are talking about maybe having some competitions versus small versus life group. So, guys, we're going to make it happen. All my warriors said, what's up? All my JC soldiers said, what's up? Uh, Warriors beat you guys that time. Reach out, reach out. Warriors say, what's up? What's up? JC Soldier say, what's up? What's up? Maybe. You guys gotta, you guys are deeper with it. What's up? What's up? It's all right. So praise God, guys. We believe in our tithes and offering. Empty out your wallet books. Put it on. I'm just kidding. Your tithe is 10% of your total. 10% of your total income. So... I know most of us don't have a job, but we get some money from our parents, right? How many of y'all get money from your parents? Someone's excited from getting money. We, we get somewhat. Yes, amen. I see that dollar in your hand. Where's it at? Put it out. Yes, sir. So here was, here was it. Total percent of what you get comes to God. So you have $2, and you're thinking to yourself, man, a lot this costs 2 bucks. Guess what? You're 10, wait, you, how many? 20 cents short now. So you can bargain with the elote lady. Hey, look, I got, I got 180. I got to give the rest to the Lord. She'll understand. Oh, okay. So, amen. An offering is whatever you give to God after your, if we have $10 or $100, 10% of $10 is eight. <laughs> it's $10. Amen. Wait, before we get to the passage, if we, before we get to the passage, who can tell me the passage? Alec, 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 please, 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 Alec. That is not it. You tried, though. That's actually a passage, though. Wait, 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 wait. Raise your hand first, Ricky. Where's it found? That's not a passage in the Bible. No, sorry. That's not found in the book of man. Uh, 
Philippians 4 and uh, wrong. Shh, don't, don't yell it out. Let me see my boy King. He hasn't been here in a minute. King. Oh, you had you had the verse right. What's the chapter? He just gave me one. Acts 35. No. <laughs> Who else? Who else? Oh, you got to raise your hand. I didn't hear that. Jason. Acts 10.35. Let's flip it. Acts 10.35. Acts 10.35. Remembering. Everybody on the count of three. One, two, three. Remembering the words. The Lord Jesus himself. What did he say? Father, I pray that you will bless every detail in this place, God. Let them be a blessing unto this church and unto your body, Father. I pray that the young people would be the people that support your mission, Father God, that will support the nations, Father God. Let it be a testimony to what you're doing in this youth group. I bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on up as you give. Thank you all for coming out tonight. Grow up before you leave this. What in the world? What is that music? (laughs) Before you leave in this place, I want you guys in love. Find two people and say, grow up in Jesus. Don't yell at them. Amen. You guys are dismissed. Ellie, bump that. DJ, bump that. Can we get some hip hop, please? Can we get some hip hop? Can we get some hip-hop and can I get some nachos? (laughs) 